You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 92 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, Wednesday night, we're going to talk about a nice uh, W against Detroit. Uh, 31 to 20 was the final score. That sounds wrong. 34 to 20? 34. 30 to 20. At one point, we have 27. 34 to 20. Who scores? Oh, because of the last touchdown. Yep. Yep. To uh, Cook. Who else? The long one. Um, So, yeah, another win. Nice Detroit. Nice uh, easy W. Yeah, that brings us three and five. We're coming. We had a week there against Atlanta where it was like, okay, you're one and five. You should have beat Atlanta. Atlanta was Atlanta. You know, Atlanta looks a little better, though, then. Well, they got rid of the problem. Yeah, they got rid of Dan Quinn. Yeah. They got rid of the problem. They've won. They beat us, and then they just won last week, too. Yeah. And then they should have beat the Cowboys. They should have beat three other teams. I mean, that's actually not a terrible team. Well, They're no Detroit. They're no Matt Patricia. That guy, this guy's, you want a nice, easy layup, you play Detroit. You play Matt Patricia. And what would you say? Matt Patricia's 0-10 against the Vikings and the Bears? Yeah, that's bad. That's very bad. I, like, they, that's your division opponents. You play them twice a year. And not even the best one. Like, the Packers are the division winner, you know, I don't know, most of the time with Rodgers in this era. When's the last time, I guess, us in 17? Yeah. Last two well, the, years? Didn't the Bears? Uh, oh, my God, you're right. The Bears the did win it, yeah. So I guess it's not always the Packers, but... It's usually the Packers. Yeah. Though, I mean... I'm sure the majority of the time is the Packers, and he can't even beat the Lions or the Bears or the, Bears or the Vikings. Mapture sucks. I was watching Baldinger's breakdown of uh, Cook in that oh, game. Oh, that I, was so good. And he's like... All day, the Lions, they keep calling the same defense. They keep calling the same defense. He just gets all fired up. It's like, it it does seem like he's the kind of guy, Matt Patricia, that would not adjust. You know, he's just what we run. Come here, run this defense. And, you know, we're going to see what happens. And 200 yards later, it's like uh, when Peterson destroyed the Chargers against Ted Cottrell. And they're like, no, we're not bringing the eighth guy in the box. We won't do it. Not against. uh, not against Adrian Peterson. Yeah, no, who's the quarterback, though? Brooks Bollinger. Oh, yeah. Got to stay back against him. That is insane. Adrian Peterson ran for damn near 300 yards, and Brooks Bollinger was... 300 seems so hard. Like, Cook went off the last two weeks and barely topped 200. I know some of it's because it's, it's receptions. Like, the long play in the Packer game was a screen. Yeah, and but... And then he also probably had, what, like 70 yards in receiving this last game just because of those like two big ones. But it is like he had a seventy-yard touchdown run and still only had like two hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how Peterson did it as a rookie. Because he was really good. Like, but even even Delvin, like the last two weeks, what's he got? Like four hundred seventy-five total yards, something like that. Yeah, that that's very impressive. It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it's at this pace. You know, he's going to be sniffing two thousand yards if he keeps it up. Because, yeah, he's the leading rusher. And he missed NFL. a game and a game and, a, and another half. Like, remember the Seahawks' first half when he was just dominating? Yep. Absolutely dominating. And then he got hurt. So he missed that game, and then he didn't get to play against the Falcons, which <sighs> sucks. And he probably so, destroyed the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, mate, I don't know what happened that game, though. We came in there, like, I feel like thinking we were tough and we were going to win, and we just came up soft. Because he, I know Madison didn't play well, but the line didn't play well either. So, but who knows? Maybe without Cook, they just... They don't have the juice, you know. You need Cook. Him and Derrick Henry are the only two over 800. 
Yeah. And I think the next closest is Josh Jacobs in the 500s. I think it's 599. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much two guys that are good. I, like, Josh Jacobs being third. I have him in fantasy. Uh, I don't know. He's okay. Clyde edwards Hilaire is, like, number four. Yeah, and he had one good game this whole year. Yeah. So, like, what happened to the running backs? I guess Saquon out, McCaffrey out, Zeke terrible. Yeah. Todd Gurley bad. Yeah. There's no good running backs anymore. They don't Chris exist. Chris Carson hurt, and he, like usually yeah. the Seahawks will pound the ball, but maybe not this year even um, with Ross. Yeah, there so. are no good running backs out there anymore. I mean, like even the guys who got picked. Well, Kamara's good. There's yeah, a lot in the more, receiving like, game. A yeah. lot of it yeah. is uh, receiving. Joe Mixon hurt. He got paid. Anyways, Cook, good at football. Yeah, I also saw that uh, Delvin and Derrick Henry are 1-2 and two in yards after contact. Well, it makes sense. And they're over like 600 yards, and no other running back is over 500 yards wow. after contact. Yeah, so what, Delvin's got 800 rushing yards, and <laughs> six over 600 of it is after contact. That's that's Good insane. at football. Yeah, and those are two different kinds of running backs. Yeah, I mean, Henry's just plowing you over stiff arms and power. Yeah. Cook's got a little power, but like he just he's so like slippery. Like, yeah, that, he never I, takes a good hit. Like he just knows how to accelerate right out of there. That's probably like the best way to describe Delvin is like slippery. Yeah, and then but when then Baldinger was doing this thing, like he he'll lower his shoulder into someone if he needs to, like at the end of a play. Like I, you know how they always talked about how Peterson would never go out of bounds. Cook definitely goes out of bounds, and I kind of like it. Like I get the mentality of like Peterson's whole "I'm never going out of bounds" and I'm going to keep fighting, but like. You're getting like one extra yard, and you're gonna get hurt, and you're gonna fumble the ball. Just go out of bounds. Don't get hurt. You're too valuable. Like multiple times last week against the Lions, Cook just sort of was like, "All right, play's basically over. I'm out of here." Yeah. And just ducked out of bounds and didn't get hit. Because we saw what happens if we don't have him. It's it's not good. No. What was that? Two and a half yards carry or something like that? I know that's what Madison had. Yeah. For twenty five. Yikes. Um, so should we jump into some Teddies and Troys from the Lions game? I mean, we basically started with our first Teddy. Yeah, uh, Delvin. Delvin's the first one. Has he made it like every week he's played? I believe so. I can't Maybe the you. Colts game? I think we might have talked about this last week. I don't, Colts game and, I don't know, first Packer game? Yeah, I don't know if we even had any Teddies in the Colts game. That was a bad game. Yeah, 11 points. Yikes. The funny, the Colts destroyed the Lions last week. We destroyed the Lions this week. And then the Lions were gifted a win by the Falcons because Todd Gurley decided not to he he accidentally went into the end zone. Yeah, he was trying to fall fall over. So and... I think the Lions had won two games in a row at that point because I remember sending you a tweet where someone was like the red hot Lions are going to Minnesota and it's like whoa, red hot. You just won because Gurley didn't fall down. What are you talking about? It's not trading for Everson Griffin. Oh yeah, that's what it was. I think it, I think the tweet said that like the Everson Griffin's added to the red hot Lions like also can we talk about Everson Griffin? Getting all salty at oh, Mike Zimmer, yeah, I, because Zimmer called him a good player. Like, watch the press conference. Zimmer was there was zero disrespect in that. It was just like, yeah, he was a good player for us. And even afterwards, like the next day when he heard about it, and somebody asked him, about it, he's like, "Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I thought he was a good player. Like, it was a compliment." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I didn't mean anything by it, but all right." He kind of thought Everson would come in fired up, make some plays. Invisible. Yeah, Did he, nothing. Barked I, a lot. Was definitely talking a lot. You hardly noticed him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do much. Uh, yeah, but first, Teddy, Delvin Cook. MVP talk? 
I think if we make the playoffs, he has to be in the MVP yeah. talk. Um, as of now, it's probably like hush hush. Yeah, it's probably like all right, three and five team. Yeah, pipe down. He's really good. Like Best Russell, running back. Russell Wilson's playing well. Mahomes. Playing. Yeah. Mahomes is putting up like better numbers than he did in like 2018, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, it's old news. <laughs> so, but this could be one of those years where, yeah, you know, it's you know. Delvin might win MVP if we make the playoffs. But if we keep this up too, like this is ridiculous two game stretch. It's like it's you just never really I don't know, the run game, it's usually kinda like Ah, that won't get you big plays. Like that'll churn the ball and we're like scoring on like I mean the seventy yard touchdown run, he's busting them off from the first touchdown against the Packers was like a forty yard run up the middle. Yeah, it's not and not like every running back does that. That's why it always feels like, you know, oh, you know, run run for three, four yards a carry, and then you go pass, go deep, play action. Yeah. It's like, no, you could actually score from here. It's kind of like back when we had Prime Peterson. It's like, okay, this isn't just keeping ahead of the chains, you know, make sure we, you know, keep them on their toes if they don't know if we're going to pass or run. No, this play could go for a touchdown because Delvin Cook's really fucking good. And Delvin's not just getting – and, yeah, Delvin's not just getting – Three, four yards at a time, or like, you know, two yards, two yards, one yards, 13. It's like seven, eight, 13. Seven, eight, 12. Yeah, that's actually almost a, more of a difference between Prime Peterson because Peterson had a lot of years where he did the old one, one, three, two, 65. You know, a lot of that, like the kind of that Barry Sanders, like Barry Sanders has like the most negative yard rush plays ever, but yeah. also has like, you know, a million amazing plays. Yeah, last, last couple weeks, Cook has been. It's like first and 10, 12 yards. I think we had no third downs for, didn't we, for the first two drives, we never got to third down? That sounds right. Something like that, or maybe that was against the Packers, but it's just because on second and five, he's picking up eight on the ground. What was that first play of the game? Uh, offensively, he got 13 yards, like yeah. right off the bat on the Oh, carries. that's kind of nice. Don't first, have to worry about throwing it. Don't got to drop back. First and 10 from the 25. Nope. First and 10 from the 38. And then even the even the screens and like the uh, he had a couple really nice. I mean Abdullah had the one really good screen for the touchdown, and then he but Cook had the the old just run out and take you know take a direction. Uh, if you play Madden, it's kind of like the uh, four verts with the running back just goes out and yep. he's gonna pick a spot. And both times Cook, uh, Cousins hit him and he just I mean first one he just stops and Jamie Collins just fucking flies past him, <laughs> so good. And it was third I think it was like third and nine. Like, Cousins is basically like, dang it, just got to dump it off. And then Cook completely shakes Jamie Collins. And the other one was right before half, where it was a little tighter, and he got it, and then he busts up the sidelines for, like, 30 yards. And that's the difference between Delvin and Peterson is, like, we can't dump it off to Delvin, and he can make those plays Mm -hmm. where we actually saw it in the Detroit game, or this last week, where they dumped it off to Peterson and uh, thought he caught it, but the... Yeah, yeah. The ground helped him catch the he ball. He just never had that kind of ability. Which is, like, so weird. Like, you play football. How can you not catch the football? It's like, it's even like he, like, even when he catches, like, he has to really corral it, you know? It's not like catch and go. It's like, okay, hold on, let me catch this first, and then let's start talking about it. Yeah, and then I have to gather myself. <laughs> yeah. All right, where am I? Um, well, it's even like that Packer, the Packer game two weeks ago where he, it was like, again, third and eight, and he just dumped it off. And it was like, well, that fucking sucked. Why are you going to do that on third and eight? And then he just accelerated so fast. Like, Peterson took a little longer to get going, you know? He had yeah, a lot more power true. behind him, but, like, it wasn't that zero to 100 instantly. Like, 
I feel like some of these defenders are like shocked at how like, how like oh shit he's passed me. Yeah. Like I didn't even think like the uh, he he does that to me too because like there's like little creases. Yeah, and all of a sudden he fits right through there. It's like whoa. No, hey, how, how the hell did you fit through there? Because I it's one of those things where. I'd expect him to be like five nine to fit through there. Yeah, like one of them real short, shifty guys, like Darren Sproles or something. Yeah. Like the the pitch play, was, I think it was like late in the game. They did a corner blitz directly at a pitch play, and it was like, oh fuck, it's negative seven yards. <laughs> yeah. And he just stops dead in his tracks and just boom right past him. So explosive off off that yeah. one cut, and and he got like fifteen yards on it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was super cool because like, like you said, you, they called the corner blitz. And it's like oh. We're screwed. And I was like, well, as soon as he's pitching, I go, how do you not see that? And how are we not audibling out of this? Probably because Dalvin tells him, hey, if they're giving free runners, well, let me take them. So It's like, yeah, multiple times it's a guy in the backfield and he makes that first guy miss. And then it's, okay, well, now they're down a man. Like, let's go. That's And that's kind of the difference, I think, between him and Madison. Like, Madison will get what's blocked and then some. But if they mess up or you're in a bad call, like, there's no way Madison gets out of that pitch play. Yeah, you know, I, I like Madison. There's not, but there's, there's not a lot of running backs. Yeah, that's who will. honestly not a big slight against Madison. It's more like I don't know him and Kamara. And yeah, because like Derrick Henry might get out of it, but he'll get out of it in a different way. And he'll probably get three yards because they're, by the time he gets out of it, by you know shrugging the guy off, they've yeah. they've corralled. You know, they've moved in. If we're talking who's who's going to get 15 yards off of that, Kamara and maybe healthy McCaffrey. Yeah, that's it. That's probably it. I don't even know if I think McCaffrey's as quick and agile as those guys no because he's not really like a one cut uh he's really good i just I, he doesn't seem to have that ex- i don't know maybe it's because he's white <laughs> he doesn't have that burst i don't know <laughs> he does i mean i don't know he's, he's it's, it's maybe, different though kamara yeah. kamara and cook are different they just though, seem again a little more slippery like they can just go instantly um so yeah delvin cook really good yeah what what was that like well worth it's 10 minutes on Delvin. He deserves it. I mean, he, uh, glad we paid him. Uh, yeah, and I and I text you right, uh, right after the game. Uh, is Delvin Cook now underpaid? I was listening to K-Fan this morning, and uh, Mike Florio was on with PA, and he's like, well, I mean, if he keeps this up, they're going to have to find a way to get him some more money. It's like, well, come <laughs> on. Come on. First, we got to give Janino Hunter a bunch of money. Now, we got to give Cook a bunch of money. Like, these people sign contracts here. He's like one of the highest paid running backs in the league. What's yeah, he- and we just paid Delvin. Like, yeah, if he keeps it up for like two more, like this year and next year, yeah, maybe we can talk about a couple more million. You don't, yeah, tear up a five year deal after one year of it. No. Plus, he did get hurt again, which is his main issue. So. But, you know, I guess if he did tear it up the whole year, he'd probably go, well, I am the best running back in the league, and I'm not making best running back money. But I think they'd go, okay, well, I'm, you just signed it, you know? Yeah. You go make your 12 and a half again this year. <laughs> yeah. and, like, that's a lot of money. But, yeah, I, I'm sure there's people out there still, like the PFF, uh, what's-his-face, that said that the reason we're good on offense is because of Thielen and Jefferson, that still think you should never pay a running back. But it's like I wouldn't pay a normal good running back. Like Joe Mixon, I don't think I'd pay him. He's really good, but is he like? It's sort of like paying Kirk Cousins. He's not really good enough to pay him that much. You probably shouldn't have done it. But like, once you jump into that upper tier, like Dalvin Cook is in the Aaron Rodgers tier of running backs. He makes a real difference. So like, and like Kamara, I think I'd pay him. McCaffrey, I think I'd pay him. I don't know if I'd pay him what they did. I mean, Kamara's pretty reasonable. Derrick but like, Henry. 
Yeah, Henry. But yeah, I guess there's like that one notch below those guys. Like I'm not paying James Conner. Like good no, running back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I'm not paying him. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I'm not like, paying the char- him. The Chargers like were smart. Yeah, like, let him walk. Yep. Uh, the list. The list will go on. Yeah, I guess Joe Mixon's probably the best Le'Veon. of that group. Yeah, Le'Veon at this point. I mean, Le'Veon with the Steelers originally though, he was really fucking good. Yeah, sitting out that man sitting out one year completely derailed his career. Sitting out that year forced him to sign with the Jets because they're the only one. Who and then uh, Todd Haley was bitching that they misuse him there. I don't know if you saw that. He was like, he's supposed to be. He's not just a running back. You don't put him in eye formation and run him. Like he's. He's a guy you need to pass the ball to, get him in screens, you know, run draws with him. Like, learn how to use your players, Adam Gase, you yeah. moron. And, well, Adam Gase didn't even want him. Yeah. He's probably like, I just want to run I formation. I don't want my running back. He to wanted Kalen Balazs. That's yes. who he wanted. Is that the guy he kept trying to pick up? And, or is it the other Miami guy? I think it was Balazs. Who's the Miami guy he was obsessed with and everyone thought was trash? Blosh had a good game, though, with the Chargers. You see that? Yeah, I did yeah, see 70 that. yards, touchdown. Look at that. Uh, all right, should we talk about our next Teddy? What yeah. do you got for a, a Teddy? Uh, I've got – well, I'm going to throw Kirk Cousins. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, he had a game manager game. Yeah, but, I mean – This is just, what we want out of him. Exactly. I'll it's, say I wish he would have hit that final throw to Thielen. Yeah. Because that was a little bit of a let's run up the score a little. A little bit of Detroit – I don't know. Sit down, you know, <laughs> and then he just missed it. But other than that, like I, I just rewatched the first half and like basically perfect the first half. Yeah, he had another good game, and again, like he's not worth the forty million or whatever uh, he's being paid this year. But he ain't making know, forty million this year. His cap, thir- his cap number is twenty million. Yeah, whatever. I don't care what he's getting paid by the Wills. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, this is what. Like, we want our offense to be. It's kind of what we ran last year where it's like, all right, you know, throw throw the ball 20, 20 times a game. That That's money. We did it against the Packers. We did it against the Lions. Hopefully we can do it against the Bears. I know we usually don't run the ball that's, really well against the that's Bears. That's the big concern is like, okay, once you run up against a team that stuffs Delvin, can Kirk take over and throw the ball around, you know, without the easy bootleg throws, without the, you know, wide open receivers and stuff, so... But, he, I mean, he did his job today. The two th- touchdowns to Irv, I mean, they're wide open, easy throws, but, like, he made them. Yep, found, found a bunch of guys in space, mm-hmm. uh, like, open space. Like, there were a bunch of guys open, and I'm just, like, he hit them, and thank God. And he didn't. I mean, no turnovers, nothing. And uh, I noticed in Zimmer's press conference after the game, he kept saying, Kirk's doing a great job of getting us in the right play. Said it multiple times. So I don't doubt that we come to the line – and then he checks into a certain play, you know, like, you know, Kubiak calls, hey, here's this play. And then if you get this look, here's play number two or whatever. Because Kirk, I would say one of his assets is that he does seem like a pretty uh, smart guy as yeah. far as, like, knowing football. Sometimes I feel like to a fault. Like, he's like, my first read is him, and I will only throw to him unless he's not open. But my guess is, yeah, there's multiple times where he comes up to the line and goes, oh, we call the pass, but there's Matt Patricia. You don't want to put an eight-man in the box? Run it again, you know? I know uh, Baldinger really thought that it was definitely a Kirk audible, or I guess checking into a play, because I guess there's a difference. Audible, I think you're calling a whole new play. Checking's like maybe the coach. Oh, well, it's probably, Like you're killing a play. Yeah, Yeah, same same formation. formation. Like, hey, if you get a look, I'm going to kill the play. We'll go to play number two. Uh, On the the sweep right before half, right before the Abdullah... uh, what do you call it? Screen touchdown? There yeah. was that shotgun 
outside sweep right towards like Everson's side. Yeah. And Baldinger was like, there's, he's like, this, it's a strange call at that point because you're trying to like score. And it's like, there's nobody over there. So sweep 30 yards, easy. And he was, he credited Kirk with that. So, I mean, manage the game, Kirk. Let Delvin cook. Let, let Delvin cook. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that was one of my teddies. I'll uh, throw Kurt. out uh, Jeff Gladney. Jeff Gladney, okay. I thought he played fantastic. He I know PFF well. gave him a great grade, so, you know, he'll take that. But the guy can definitely tackle really well. Multiple times they dump it off and he just comes up and blows it up immediately. No, I don't know if I remember a bad play. Like, let a guy get wide open, had a, had a mental mistake. I feel like he played really well. Which means like all of our picks in the first few rounds are coming around. Ezra's looking better. Gladney's looking better. I know Dantler's out, but I thought he's had some moments where he looked good. Yep. So this is. Uh, I was looking at when I was rewatching the game. I was thinking, who on this defense was on our defense in 2017? Is it just Harrison Smith and Kendricks? Uh, and Harris. But he wasn't the starter. Sandejo was the starter, right? Because Sandejo had the pick against Breeze. That's right. Okay, so was that? In the Miracle game. Was that 20? Yeah, because I guess Harris took over year the, was his second good year. Yeah, and that was so the two years after that. Yeah. So so Harrison Smith, Kendricks, I guess you're not counting Barr or Hunter because. They're, they're not playing. Not like I was looking at the players out there because it was Chris Boyd, Jeff Gladney. Adenabo, Wanham, Shamar Stefan. It was a bunch of randoms. Like it's he's playing with like a a real young group of guys, Zimmer is. Yeah. Well what was that against the Packers? Again, he had seven rookies on the field at one point. So I, I it, it's cool because we're winning football games and the young guys are getting a, a chance to play and they're starting to play pretty well. Gladney being probably the most important, I would say, because yeah. he's a first-round pick and a corner. I And we're decimated at corner. Yeah, and it's his first year, and usually, like, cornerback's one of the tougher places to play as a rookie. And Zimmer's mentioned that he's learning nickel and outside, and he's like, he's got a lot on his plate. Like, oh. he's got to learn a lot. I mean, I'm sure they were thinking of easing him in a little more with Mike Hughes maybe playing a little nickel, and then that dude can't stay healthy, so. Yeah, I think Jeff Gladney is, uh, he. I don't know how... Like, he doesn't have many, like, interceptions or sacks, but mm-hmm. he definitely should be kind of, like, in that consideration for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Because I don't think there's many... I mean, probably Chase, Chase Young. Yeah. but Yeah, I mean, like, Gladys Isaiah, isn't anything flashy enough to ever get consideration for that, but, like... Like, Isaiah Simmons isn't doing anything. Well, he's been terrible. Uh, he's not even, like, playing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else is drafted ahead of him. I guess A.J. Terrell has an interception. C.J. Henderson was pretty good to start the season. Yeah, I don't think he's been very good. Yeah, I know since, he's. Though. Yeah, I mean, glad he's just he struggled in the beginning, so it's like he'd have to kind of keep this a, game and keep it going. A, he'd have to have a couple interceptions. But he, but. it's just it's nice to see that like this draft could be like a quick reload of boom. Here's some cornerstone players that are now on your team. If Gladney hit, I mean Jefferson, we know is one. The guy's clearly good enough to play. Yep, Gladney. And, Looking like it. Hopefully Ezra. Yeah, Ezra. Still, I, mean, I mean, he's starting to play well. I don't know if it's coincidence that as soon as he stepped in, this line kind of gelled and is now just road grading people. But And then... Um, no sign of Elfline. I mean, Dakota Dakota Dozier plays I don't, pretty well. Yeah, I don't know how you... I don't think you can shake it up. You you can't. I don't think there's any way. Even, like, 
I get that Elfline is probably better than Dozier, but the cohesiveness of the unit right at now. At least wait till you have a bad game, you know? Yeah. Like, I would, I'd hate to tinker with it, and then that causes a bad game. Like, I get, you know, if all of a sudden we play the Bears and Dozier has a horrible game, then okay, right, put Elfline back in there. But honestly, I don't think I would really want to bench Cleveland. I'd rather just give him reps. Yeah, I agree. I wonder, like... Again, I guess if like Dozier gets hurt in the Bears game, and I'll find plays or whatever, and they Looks still good. play pretty well, it's like, yeah. uh, maybe we'll stick with Elfline and then. I wonder what the plan is with Elfline. Like this is last year, right? Yeah, they they seem to like him more than the fans do, but because if they like him enough to be like, all right, you can be our starting guard. You're not great, but you can't have great players everywhere, and you kind of have four of the positions filled. True. But you, I don't know what he would, I'm assuming he would come back for nearly like a small deal. Yeah, I don't, know what, I, don't, I don't know what Petal Fine's worth on an open market. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't guess much, but. I was surprised with like Nick Easton got, you know, and he sucks. Yeah. So, who knows. Billy Turner got like four for 27. <laughs> Pet Alfine's probably worth like four for 27 on an That's open disgusting. market, disgusting. I'm hoping it's more like two for eight. Yeah. Like four million a year, but it's short term, like. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know. Gladney, I think, looks the part now. He's coming around. I mean, I know it wasn't a tough competition with Galladay out, but look good out there. Yep. What do you uh, got? Uh, Eric Wilson. Guy's that guy makes plays. Yeah, he's been very impressive ever since uh, stepping in for Anthony Barr. Like, from this year, last year to this year, just huge difference. Because I remember, I think it was the Bears game in Soldier Field. I think it was, yep. He had, to he had play, a rough game. And yeah, he had a really mm-hmm. rough game. He's always had some moments where it's like, oh, hey, Eric Wilson, he's not horrible. He deserves a spot on the roster. But yeah, he's like, now looks like, okay, going into next year, is he a starter? Like, Bar, Kendricks, Wilson? Yeah. Like, but is he big enough to play base or is he just always kind of stuck as the backup to Bar? No, I would say he's big enough to play base. I mean, I feel like you can't just keep him off the field. And that also is like, is he under contract next year? I don't I don't think he is, actually. So he might be playing himself into a big payday. Comp pick? Somewhere else. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what his thing is, if he's an RFA or if he's just a complete UFA or what his deal is, but I'm pretty sure his contract is up. So yeah, if he keeps playing like this and keeps making all these plays, he kind of reminds me of Anthony Harris. Like, Anthony Harris, undrafted. Eric Wilson, undrafted. Both kind of sat as backups for a while. And now Wilson's got his shot, and he keeps making plays, and it's sort of like, is he getting lucky? Is he is he actually or is is he he causing actually, this? How's he always around the ball? Which is Anthony Harris's thing. His That first year was like, this guy keeps making plays. So, I mean, yeah, maybe he's just good. And, well, maybe, maybe it's also the fact that, like, well, Throw it at. I'm not gonna throw it at Kendricks, so I'm gonna throw it at Eric Wilson. And yeah, I guess the it, there's a fine line between him being good and lucky because maybe he's just getting his hand in the right spot. He catches it. Yeah, and you know, he got the sack too. Yeah, he had a sack. I, at some point, you can't just keep calling it lucky, you know. And I think that's what Anthony Harris did. It was like a few games. It's like yeah, he got a strip there, and he recovered a fumble there, and he got a pick there, but like. At some point, it's like, apparently this guy's just good. I don't know. Like He just keeps making plays. And if Eric Wilson just keeps making plays, you almost wish you could 
get rid of Barr. I still think Barr's probably better than him and can do more, and he's, like, in base, he's bigger, and he's more probably stout against the run, and he can blitz off the edge a little more and all that stuff. But Wilson's Wilson's doing just fine, you know? And he's probably at most half the price of Barr. Yeah, at most, you know? Like, you could probably bring him back on a reasonable deal unless he really keeps killing it, but... I don't know how you move on from Barr. I think Zimmer really likes Barr. Hopefully, I mean, if you could bring back Wilson on a... Maybe it's one of those, like, Thielen-type deals. Like, every team is kind of like, I don't know if he's good or not. Hmm. Like, when we didn't we tender Thielen at one point for the second-round tender? Yeah, second-round tender. And we nobody came like around. Three for 27 yeah. or something And then like we that. came back and we're like, here's some more money, Thielen, because you're clearly good. We just didn't know it yet if it was, like, kind of fluky. Like, like a Charles... Who's that dumb receiver that was good for half a year? Charles Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was like, Charles Johnson! And then he just faded into the, into the abyss. It's like, yeah. okay, you got to make sure you protect yourself against that type of thing. But Eric Wilson, at some point, I mean, another guy that it's like, Zimmer is just playing with backups. Pretty much backups. Who's who's a starter on this, not even talking about 2017, who is a starter on this on this last week's team? Harris, Kendricks, Harrison Smith. Gladney. No, week one he wasn't even barely played. It was Dantzler, Holton Hill, it was Mike Hughes. He was like a fourth stringer. Wasn't he hurt to start the year or no? No, he was he played like four snaps. Okay, so he start, was hurt. Start. So he was hurt, which is why I think he played four snaps, but day one he was active and did not he was like the fourth guy getting Holton Hill and Dantzler were the starters. Okay, so we got Smith, Harris, Kendricks. And Shamar Stefan. Shamar Stefan. That's it. Because Adenable was a backup. Because Oh, wait. Well, Hunter wasn't playing, so Adenable would be another one. Yep. I was just going to say Adenable because yep. not Wanham. And then I guess the other DT, that hasn't changed. It's just whoever it is, if it's Jaleel or Armin Watts or whatever. So, I mean, basically it's the corners, it's Eric Wilson, it's Daniil's backup. It's like half the defense yeah. is backups. Six of the five. Is our, so we have five backups. Right and people now. wanted to fire Zim. Well, yeah, I mean, I we were one in five, but like clearly a bad coach can't keep winning games with half a defense. Like it's kind of like uh, if yeah. the Eagles, the Eagles aren't winning a bunch of games, but if they were, like Doug Peterson's an offensive coach, and they've got like seventeen mm-hmm. guys like, in. Yeah, it's, Bill Belichick's not doing it. Like, they've got a bunch of backups, and they don't have Tom Brady. Bill Belichick's not doing it right now. I think they've lost, like, oh, I guess they've just beat the beat, Jets. So barely beat the Jets. They, they've got the same record as It's like then. you, but you just seem to, like, people get so knee-jerked. You'd be like, fire everyone. We're 1-5. And, and it's like, okay, but look at the whole picture here. He's been a pretty good coach. Mike McCarthy's not doing it. Yeah. Like, and and you don't hear any of the, the stuff behind the scenes of, like, players being like, Zim's, you know. Like, there's no, like, uproar. People, clearly the players like him. He's been a good coach. You don't just fire him because he lost a few games in a row because his fucking whole defense is hurt and, you know, Kirk's throwing picks of guys, you know, come on. And, like, I get it if you want, like, the next bell check, but, like, it's just like getting the next patch of Wayne Holmes. Go find him. Go find him for Mark me. Mark the enemy. Like, just sit there. Block him. Kevin Stefanski walked out the door. Kevin Stefanski, what are they? Five and three? Browns? Are they even that good? Five and three? Four and four? Yeah. I, thought, I thought they were I know they were pretty games. hot to start the year, but then I thought they lost a couple. Anyways, uh, what was that, that Teddy? Eric Wilson. Eric Wilson. 
Yeah, he played well. Uh, another Teddy for me, I will say Gary Kubiak. Another one that people were like, this guy's this guy's lost it. He's senile. I think his play calling's really good. Like he's actually not just doing his wide zone and his you know outside zone and all that stuff. Like we kept calling these pitch plays where like it was basically like a like a like a bend back. Like he pitches it, and then Cook can kind of just look at it all, and then just determine where he wants to go. Yeah, it's either like inside or out. Yeah, he can keep going, or he like kind of slows, and then they they like wheel it back with like ham, like going that way. There's a bunch of uh, pull plays, like right to start the second half. We did a counter play with two guys. Like I, I really I, like uh, what we're doing with uh, the shotgun with Ham and Delvin in the yeah. backfield, uh, one on each side of Kirk. Uh, that that's different, and it's a lot of fun. He just seemed the whole game to be way ahead of Matt Patricia, like completely putting a clinic on him. Like he knew what run plays would work and was like, okay, I'm not just going to do what I usually run because let me mix in some, you know, power runs and some, you know, inside zones and stuff like that because this guy is not going to know how to stop it. I feel like at the first like three games, they were kind of going. All right, this is like our preseason. We are gonna slowly like yeah. throw get our defense ready, our offense ready. Cause Kubiak now, the last couple games compared to Kubiak at the beginning, is completely different. It's not it's not your like basic West Coast offense, like you were just saying. It's he's putting in some different interesting stuff, you know. Like he's and he's just I don't know if play colors get like in a good rhythm, but like that's that drive to close the second half or the first half. That was like great play calling. I mean, the screen call to Abdullah completely—they didn't. I didn't I mean, see that coming. I, I apparently Detroit didn't either because no one was fucking near him, you know. And then you know, I everyone was bitching because we ran the ball in the very first play. It's like we're inside the fifteen and they have three timeouts. Like you run the ball, you get up, you try to run another play. They hit the slant of Thielen, and it's like, all right, cool, we got a first down. Now call timeout, and we'll try to go get a field goal. And then instead, he did such a good job. We got a fucking touchdown on it. So, I, and we keep scoring touchdowns. What did we score? 34? Yes. Just five touchdowns. Yep. Because of the missed extra point. Missed extra and point. against the Packers, was it four touchdowns? Yeah, 28. Yeah. 22, yep. We don't, we're not, like, our red zone, because you, it's like because you can run the ball, your red zone offense can be so much better. Teams that can't run the ball get kind of stuck there. Like Detroit. They can't get in the end zone because it's like, well, Everything's like bunched up with the safeties and everything. So. And they know you're going to throw the football because they know you can't run it. Yeah, they tried that pitch play to Peterson and lost like six yards on yeah. it. It's like, okay, well. you All of a sudden it's third and goal from the nine now or something yeah. like that. Yeah, well, then the next time they get down there, well, not the next time, but later in the game, Stafford just throws right to Eric Kendricks, you know, oh. just right in his bread basket. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, honestly, I would take coaching on both sides. Like we talked about with Zimmer, I mean, He's playing with a bunch of randoms, and I feel like our defense has been pretty solid the last few weeks. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun watching uh, the defensive line rotation. Yeah, so all of a sudden it's like, ooh, which one is that? Which one of the which one of the the slew of guys got back there? Oh, like, it's Hercules. Or, have oh, you it's one of them. Have you told me we would have no Michael Pierce, no Hunter, and then no Yannick, and we'd be, you know, they're not blowing the doors off anyone, but they're playing really well. Like I feel like even Jaleel's picked it up a little. Armand Watts looks better out there. Wams played well. Like yeah, like. Just getting these guys to play, and they're 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 having fun now. They're not doing stupid shit like letting the po- the quarterbacks get out of the pocket. Like they're disciplined. They know what they're doing. They stopped the run. The first half wasn't as great, but like a lot of times, it's like we don't have that defense where we just can go three and out all the time. But we're pretty good at making you really work your way down the field, and then we get kind of we tighten up in the in like the red zone area. 
which it's like we got to kind of do that when you don't have a bunch of like we're playing clearly playing a lot more cover two than we usually would. This is like the time of the season where like Zimmer's teams do start playing like really well. Like this is the time of well, year where you I to, think like, we talked about that like week one or two. Like worry about the team in November. The problem was is we went one and five. Yes. You can't go one and five. You got to go like two and three Unless if you're going to struggle. Unless you're going to go <laughs> 11 and right. five or 10 and six. <laughs> then you can go one and five. Um, but yeah, I feel like Zimmer's been done a really good job of deciding, okay, these guys can't play my normal defense. So let's adjust to what these guys can do well, which yeah. is a lot more like Tampa two type stuff. Like the pick with Kendricks was a Tampa two where he just, you know, falls back and covers the slot guy. And oh. I feel like people like Matt Patricia and Adam Gase and lesser coaches are like, nope, this is what we run, and they got to learn it. And it's like, well, Chris Boyd is a special teams player. Yeah, He can't just go cover on an island. And, like, speaking of Chris Boyd, was that first play of the game, they took a shot at Chris Boyd. He did well. And it was, like, perfect. Dropped a pick, but great coverage. Yeah. Great coverage. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my teddy. The coaching, I think, has been really good the last few games. Yep. Yeah. And you brought up uh, Kubiak, and I just want to say it. Like we have the last two weeks, like he's bringing the screen game back. Yeah, it's been very helpful. I mean, two touchdowns on it. The one in the Packer game, which was a ridiculous one. And then the Abdullah one, which was a little less of uh, Cook doing it all on his own and more of, yeah, the play call completely caught him off guard. He just ran. Dakota Dozier was looking for someone to block. He's like, uh, I guess just go. Uh, All right. I'm not going to be able to outrun you, so just go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, if it, you play a team that puts 10 men on the field. I don't know if you know that. That 70-yard touchdown to Cook, they only had 10 men on the field. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's how good of a coach Matt Patricia is. This is the second week in a row he's done that, is had 10 men on the field. And Zimmer's like, you know, sometimes it doesn't really matter because you, you, don't, you don't call a play that goes right to that area. Well, we called the play that went right at where that guy was supposed to be. Oh, really? Yeah, so, you know, good job. That- Pretty Wasn't that out of a... Like, wasn't that first down to, like, start a drive? I feel like that was very yeah. early in a drive. Like, how I, do you end up with 10 guys in the field? I think that did start the drive. So, great job by him. Making our coaches look better by being so terrible. How is he... He should fire him. Well, yeah. Yes. Is This is his third year? Yeah, and he's been he on... Needs to be he hasn't shown anything think, at all. He tore down, like, a 10-6, and 9-7 and seven team. Like, I think the last three years before that with Jim mm-hmm. Caldwell, they were like 9-7 and seven or 10-6. And, and he's supposed to be like a defensive guru, you know? Oh, he's going to come and change. Their defense sucks. It's Detroit. It always sucks. They suck. It's what they do. They just, they constantly suck. Yeah, and like, people have to realize, don't hire the defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick. He's the defensive guru. Wasn't Brian Flores one of their coordinators? I think he was a special teams guy. Oh, I thought he was defense. I don't think so. Oh. Hmm. Um... I mean, the problem is Detroit's just they've got a legacy to live up to, and it's be terrible, and that's what they do. It's so weird when we play Detroit. It's like, I always expect to win. And when we play the Bears, I always expect something fucking stupid's going to happen and we're going to lose. Yep. Not even like we're just going to lose. It's going to be some stupid shit. It's going to be like 8 to 10. It's going to be horrible. But anyways, you got a final Teddy? Uh, or are we done with Teddies? I think we're done with Teddies. I just got a couple names that uh, we I wanted to drop, I guess, that I never did. Just some uh, quality ball players? Yep. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. getting oh, involved. Two touchdowns. Yeah, he, uh, he had a nice game. I uh, Nice to see, you know? Yep. Uh, it's, a, it's nice using him some more rather than Cal Rudolph. Yeah, and they've definitely, the last few weeks, used him more, and he wasn't really getting anything for it, like, I know, like, his snap count's been really high and stuff. And then, yeah, he finally got two touchdowns, so. 
Uh, and I also wanted to highlight uh, that Chris Jones fella. Okay, uh, that, that new corner that played with Detroit, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I thought he played well. Also, horrible call on that pass interference they called him out. Yeah, just atrocious. That was a really good play by him. I know his arm, like, grazed his side, and he didn't need to do that, but, like, you got to kind of feel it, you know? But he didn't pull and turn him, so. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, Anthony Harris's picked-up flag. <laughs> yeah, he didn't yank him in a circle to get oh. the flag picked up. Uh, all right, do you want to jump to some Troys? Yeah, I've only I've only got one Troy. Let's let's uh, let's talk about that one. I assume it is uh, special the teams. special teams. Yeah, uh, first they miss an extra point on a bad look like a bad hold, bad snap hold. It looked, the whole thing looked kind of fucked up, and then we got two punts blocked. <sighs> How often do you get two punts blocked and still win the game by like twenty points? It can't be normal. No, and especially two pl- punts blocked where I think they ended up with the ball at like the twenty-two and the two. Yeah. Did he throw picks on both those or just one of them? I think just I, one I of them. I can't remember. I think it was just, yeah, uh, I think it's Ken- just the first just one. Kendricks, right? Yeah. He basically, those picks kind of negated those, but what the hell happened? I don't know if you got to rewatch it. She looked at me like Boone just kind of was soft on the edge. Yeah. On the I, first one, for sure. I, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the block punts, but I have no idea what happened there. Like, it just, I don't know, the ball was snapping. Just watching it, you're like, oh boy. Here it comes. Yeah, and then it happened again. It, it's, it's one of those, usually after a good, you know, easy win, it's like, all right, everyone did great. But no, like, special teams, that was horrible. That was really bad. Yeah, and after one block punt, like, you, you kind of relax. It's like, well, you know, that already happened. And, yeah. then, and then it happens again. It's like, whoa, hey, hey, like, what are we doing here? Uh, but special teams definitely need some work. Uh, I saw Austin Cutting has, like, the worst... Uh, long snapping grade by PFF, and it's like 29. <laughs> That's a stat, huh? Yeah, I guess. Long snapping grade? Yeah. What do they, like, measure the speed and accuracy? I have no idea. Hmm. But. Well, it definitely looked like Bailey was annoyed with whatever happened on his extra point he missed because it looked like a high snap, and then it looked like Colquitt had it, like, down sideways, and it it wasn't smooth. Like, he immediately was like, God damn it. Like, yeah. <laughs> way to go, guys. You fucked that up. You know, I can't just boot him last, through. And last week, uh, yeah, the stop, the stop and go that he made, but again, rushed, yeah. totally screwed that up. So yeah, special teams need to tighten it up a little bit. Um, I mean, a lot. You can't give up two blocks. No. That in a normal game that loses you the game. Absolutely. If you're not playing, against a good team, yeah, against a team not because that Detroit. That's two possessions, easy touchdowns. It's 34-34. Yeah. Luckily, you're, we're playing Chase Daniel, who's airmailing balls right to Harrison Smith. Yep. So can't believe that clump you just lost here. Um, Okay, so that we both had that for a Troy. That's the obvious main Troy. I will say for another one, Chris Boyd, I thought, besides that first play where he almost had a pick, he had three really bad plays. He had the screen pass where all he had to do was take outside leverage and force it back in, and he just flies in there. It goes low, and then Amendola's like, oh, cool, I can just run around this whole thing for 15 yards. And then there was a pass, again, to his area. I forget who it was. But it, same thing. He went like towards the inside, and then the guy just just kind of spun out of the catch and just ran up for another twenty yards up the sidelines. Like all you gotta do is break down, take your time, and tackle the guy. He's not even looking. He's got to catch the ball first. And then he gave up the touchdown to Marvin Jones, where again he flew in there and completely missed a tackle. So Chris Boyd probably shouldn't be out there. He's a special best. teamer. Yeah, you know, could have been worse. Like. Those are the only three plays I remember, but in a game where we dominated, 
he gets put on the Troy list for having three bad plays. All right. Well, and then do you have another one? Yeah, I would say the only other one I have is I would have liked to seen us hit some deep shots in the passing game in the second half to really put the game away, and it never really came. I mean, you're running the ball like that, you think you could get something open downfield. Yeah. And besides, there was one to Jefferson that was kind of one of those, just kind of a fade where he just hikes it and just fires it. It was like, a, I don't know, 40-something. Yep. Other than that, we never got a deep shot. But maybe that's because Matt Patricia was like, nope, we're going to stick with my defense. That's going to keep away the receivers, and we're going to let Cook just keep churning yards yeah, or something. We're going to run cover four, Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to let Delvin run all over us. Like, I would have liked to see... And I know Kirk had a pretty very you know very good game overall. It would have been nice to see him more in the second half when they're like I think at some point it's like okay we got to stop Delvin Cook is it to get a shot over the top to Thielen or to Jefferson or to, but I'm sure he's like all right I just don't want to fuck this up you know don't fuck it up Zimmer's gonna be pissed if I airmail a pick I mean I know he took a shot once deep to Jefferson. And it wasn't a double coverage. It was kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah. That was kind of dumb. It's like, oh, well, I just wanted to take a shot. Yeah. He did have a couple open in the first drive that I know the announcer kept highlighting. He was like, you know, they've talked to, you know, Kirk was saying that he just, you know, he might be looking for that deep shot too much. And he needs to just, you know, kind of make sure they stay ahead in the sticks and get the first downs. Because there was two plays where I think he could have hit Thielen for a long touchdowns. They weren't like wide open, but open enough where... A good throw probably nails it, but then he instead threw like you know a twenty yard deep cross to Jefferson. It's like okay, that works too. You know, yeah. I'm not mad about that. I think it was on the Rudolph play and on the Jefferson play in the first drive. So I don't know. I would have like you're going to dominate that much on the ground. Maybe get one big play in the passing game. Yeah. I don't think there was one. Can you think of one big play? No, nothing. Yeah, just there's what one Jefferson like forty yarder, and then hit the one at the end. Come on, let's run the score up on Detroit. Fuck these guys. Was that fourth down? We bootlegged. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, that reminded me of the Cowboy game with Brett Favre in the playoffs. Oh yeah, where we bootlegged to Shanko, little little lot, little touchdown, little Keith Brooking, little Keith Brooking yelling at Childress. We're laughing at him like this is the playoffs, dude. Fuck off. Fucking hate Keith Brooking. Keith Brooking, asshole. So that's all I got for Troy's. I mean, everyone else I thought played pretty well. Yeah, uh, I mean we put up thirty four on Detroit, and the defense played pretty well. I mean. So what they got they on both those block punts they threw interceptions. I don't I don't know for sure. I feel like how much did they score? Twenty. So I feel like their second touchdown they must have scored on one of them. The one where they're really close. The first touchdown's Marvin Jones. Chris Boyd misses a tackle and yep. Marvin Jones scores. I don't remember who their other touchdown was. Hawkinson. It was Hawkinson because I played him in fantasy and I was like, oh, of course that douche gets a touchdown. Mm. But I don't remember if that, I think that was this, the one where the ball ended up like inside the 10. Yeah. I think they got a touchdown there. Because the cause the Chase Daniel pick to Harrison Smith was like in the middle of the field. And the Kendricks one, while he caught it in the end zone, was actually like a 15, 20-yard pass, it looked like. Like it, he, it wasn't like he was right yeah. at the end zone. Yep. And then the Kendricks one was also more of like in the middle of the field. I mean, the lines were driving, but it wasn't in the end zone. So I think they scored on that on that second block punt. But you throw three picks in the second half, and yeah. you're already down by 10 entering. I mean, you, you're terrible. Um, okay, should we take a break and then hit the lines? Yeah, let's do that. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll jump into the lines here, and then we'll get you on your way. We got tomorrow night, the Colts at the Titans. Colts at Titans? A little, little AFC South battle. A couple of good teams. Yeah, I think I'm a... I think the line's going to be Titans uh, minus minus three. It's Colts minus one. I'm Colts surprised by that, yeah. One. Is there some injury or something? Am I missing? Like, why would the Colts be... F- I mean, the Titans have had two bad games in a row. 
I feel like. Didn't they lose to... They lost to the Bengals, and then did they Last lose? week, I think they lost they beat, again. No, they beat the Bears. Oh, you're right. No, they lost to the Steelers. No, I think... I thought they beat the Bears. They beat the Bears. Yeah, they beat the Bears. They played the Bears because they held... I know the Bears held Henry in check, but they're so bad that they... Yeah, weird. Who did the, what did the Colts do? I know they mauled the Lions. Did they do really good last week? They lost to the Ravens. Huh. Oh, yeah, because uh, Chuck Clark leaped over Phillip Rivers' oh, dead yes. corpse. So I don't understand that line. To me, Titans are a better team. Yeah, so, I mean... And they're home. I know it means nothing, but... I, I mean, tonight... I'm taking the Titans, and even in Vegas, I'm taking like Titans money line on that because yeah. I think that's a really good deal. Take the Titans. Uh, next up is the Texans at the Browns, another AFC game. Mm, I'm gonna go Browns minus four and a half. Browns by three and a half. By three and a half. Close, I'm, close. I'm gonna take the Browns. I'm gonna take the Browns too, and uh, Houston. They have Watson, but I'm not. I'm not so sure. Yeah, Will Fuller had a really good game last week. I saw uh, Browns off a bye. Yes, I feel like they're off a bye. Is Chubb back yet? I don't I know. Think he might be practicing, but he's not back yet. So I'll take I'll take the Browns. They seem like the better overall team. Yep. Uh, next up, Eagles at Giants. Is this is this for first place? I think so, yeah. This is sad. Because Giants are two wins, and then the Eagles are two wins. Yeah, the Giants have beat the Washington football team twice. Is that all it I, is? I thought so, because I'm pretty sure they beat them week one. I, someone oh, yeah. said Daniel Jones has only beaten the Washington football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, that was me. So yeah. if they have two wins, yeah, yeah, that would be the Washington That's what they team. do. They beat the worst team, and then that's it. So Eagles at Giants, would you say for a line? Uh, I didn't say a line yet, but I'm going to go Eagles minus... Four and a half. Eagles by three and a half. By three and a half. I'm gonna take the Eagles. I don't. I think this Daniel Jones character is dark garbage. Yeah, I'm so taking the Eagles. I don't as like well. the Eagles, but I, the Eagles have to win that division, right? Have to, because the the Washington and the Giants are like just outright terrible teams. They're bad. They're just they're rebuilding teams that are terrible, and the Cowboys are decimated with injuries. I know the Eagles have some injuries too, but at least they have their quarterback. Yeah, I think. It's got to be the Eagles, right? I just like, picture I, I the playoffs. I feel like it's going to be 6-9-1. and one. I feel like it easily could be that. Like, Because I picture the playoffs, and if any of the other three make it, it's, like, embarrassing. The Eagles at least could, like, their defense is kind of okay. At least they have Carson Wentz. They're getting healthier. If you you put the Cowboys with Andy Dalton there with a, just a terrible defense that just lost Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. That team sucks. That team is great. Garbage. So I don't know. I I'm gonna take the Eagles because the world can't let the Giants be in first place. Uh, next up, Bucks at Panthers. Bucks coming off a embarrassing loss to the Saints. Home loss too. Horrible. Uh, Panthers also coming off a loss to the Chiefs. I believe yes. played them tough. Yep. Uh, what do you got for a line on that one? Panthers at home versus the Buccaneers. Uh. I'm going to guess Bucks minus one and a half. Bucks by five. That's disgusting. I, think gonna... I feel like they're like, Brady doesn't lose twice in a row. Yeah. So that's what's happening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Panthers to cover that. I'm going to take Tom Brady. I feel, like, I feel like I'm with the line that they're going to bounce back. Okay. How did they, like, they went from everyone talking them up like they were the best team in the league because they were almost like obsessed with their defense for a couple weeks there. To everyone's worried about Tom Brady now. Yeah. So interesting. Who do we want to win that game? 
Because last week, a lot of games went the way we wanted them to. Yeah. Um, well, the Saints and Bucks, are the Bucks still in the division lead? No, the Saints are. I'll pull up the standings right now. It is the Saints 6-2, and two, Bucks 6-3, and three, Panthers 3-6. Three and six. I'm going to say I'd rather the Panthers win because I don't think they're a playoff threat. True, and I believe we can beat the Panthers. Right, if we're so, going to make it, it goes through the Panthers. So I'd rather, you know, so we'll have a head, we'll have a tiebreaker head to head against the Panthers. Yeah, so I mean, like, we also play the Bucks, but, yeah, but I could see them scary. finishing further ahead if they don't lose this game. Yeah. So, yeah, I would rather like bring everyone back to the pack because oh. they'd be six and four if they lost. Yeah, and the be, Panthers would be four and six. Be four and five, six yeah. and. Four. We'd be ahead of the Panthers if, even if they win. If we win, only a game and a half back. Yeah, it's not you know we're not in full two. We're, we're coming, we're coming. Uh, next up, the Washington Football Team at the red hot Detroit Lions. I'm disgusted that you said that. <laughs> I'm going. Well, to they're go. coming off that win three weeks ago when Gurley fell down at the one. Oh wait, didn't fall down. My bad. Uh, I don't even. It's a weird one, huh? Yeah. Two shit teams. Lions minus four and a half. Nailed it. That's nice. that's impressive. Nice. Lions by four and a half. It is, I believe, Alex Smith starting because Kyle Allen just had a gruesome injury. Okay, yeah. Just happens to Washington yeah. quarterbacks. Who yeah, do you got in that yeah. one? I must be something with the turf at FedEx Field. Yeah, they should worry about that instead of, what are they bitching about MetLife where they, everyone was mad about early in the yeah. season? Um, Stafford, is he going to play? I think he's going to play. I think, I think they think said he so. cleared and then just didn't come back in because, you know. They were getting their yeah, and he, he wasn't helping anything anyways. I, I, I'm going to take the Washington football team. I'm going to take Washington to lose and cover. Okay. Four and a half. I feel like it's a one to three point game. I don't. Detroit's not good. Remember when we talked about how we felt like Detroit and the Bears probably aren't good? It's coming to fruition. It's coming to fruition. Yeah. Like, Detroit is clearly terrible. And the Bears have a good defense, so they stay in games. No offense. Yeah, their offense is bad. We'll talk about that when we get to it. And they're about to lose their best player this offseason, Allen Robinson. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> He's never going back there unless they somehow. There's not a chance. I don't I don't think they could offer him enough money. They to have go to tag him. Uh, Jags at Packers. Packers minus nine and a half. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers and... Root for the Jags, though. Everyone, you know, oh, root absolutely. for the Jags. Uh, what's his name? Jake Sutton? What was his name? Jake Luton. Luton. Luton? Minshew 2.0. I mean, they've got randoms. They just plug him in. So that's, I mean, that's a damn near lock for the Packers. Next up, Bills at Cardinals. I love the Bills. They just keep beating the NFC teams. It's great. Took out, took down the Seahawks the other week. Uh, I feel like they've done it a few times, so it'd be nice to see them beat the Cardinals. But line? What do you got for line? Line? Cardinals minus three and a half. Cardinals by two. By two. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take the Cardinals. QB 17. QB 17. I'm going to yeah. go with the other quarterback. Quarterback one. He was saying, <laughs> uh, Josh Allen was doing an interview about, I think they asked him about Diggs, you know, just because, you know, Diggs could be like a hothead and whatnot. And he's like, oh, he's been nothing but a team player. He doesn't ever say he demands the ball. He just wants me to make the right play. And then apparently, you know, gave a little smirk. He's like, he does lead the league in targets, though. It's like, <laughs> don't worry. We're keeping him real happy. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. He's not going to bitch when he's getting fed the ball on a good team. And they're like, they're a team that throws now all the time, which is clearly what he didn't like about the direction of our team was he didn't want to be in games like this where Cook runs for 200 yards and Thielen and Jefferson get, like, two catches. Yeah. You know? Diggs is like, okay, like, 
I want to be the feature. Yeah, the I want to be in a modern day offense. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to. He's like, not only do you guys want me to take a backseat to Thielen, but also Delvin Cook. Like, I'm the third mouth you want to feed. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, now he's the number one in Buffalo in I the mean, league. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's got the most targets. Uh, all right, so you took Cardinals, I took Bills. Yes. Everyone should be rooting for the Bills, though, you know. Absolutely. Knock, knock down those NFC teams. Go, go QB 17. Broncos at Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders minus four and a half. Nailed it. You're on fire. This is impressive. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders, yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders. They seem like a, they're actually a good team. They oh. beat the Chiefs. Who they beat last week? They beat someone. Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Last second. No. Oh, yeah, the guy caught the ball, but I actually didn't catch the ball. Yeah. I like the Chargers. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Chargers, they are at Miami. This line confuses me. It's going to be Chargers minus, or Dolphins minus four and a half. Dolphins by two and a half. I feel like that should be bigger. I, I, like four and a half would have made I more sense. Four and a half. Yeah. Like Dolphins are a good team, clearly. Yeah. And the Chargers are, are a bad are they team. Five and three. Yeah, I believe they are five That's and three. Wild. Good I mean, for Brian Flores. Yeah, you know, I will take the Dolphins in that game. Good. That's a fun one though. Tua versus Herbert. Yep. yep. That's going to be exciting to watch. That'll. I wonder if that'll be like on CBS or whatever. So what's cool about this week? There's more afternoon games than there are noon games. Oh, fun. Yeah, we only we already the Buffalo Cardinals is an afternoon game. Broncos Raiders is an afternoon. Chargers Dolphins, and they're still multiple more so we play monday night i mean oh it's just I'm gonna a be, great I'm gonna be sitting here watching red zone it's gonna yeah. be a beautiful thing uh and you can actually watch it for more than just the noon games and then it because what happens is you watch it in the afternoon and there's two games going on and they just sit on a game and it's like this is fucking oh, stupid no. it's not and it's exciting you, and, it's you, and it's usually the game of the week that's already on and the other game it's like one of them's always gonna be on commercial so it's never like jumping back and forth it's just like it's it's not not great i don't know why the nfl always they front load all their games to noon usually but this yeah, is the no one week it's not like that uh you taking the dolphins yeah i'm taking the i'm dolphins. taking the dolphins uh Bengals at steelers uh steelers minus nine and a half steelers by six and a half okay the last okay. undefeated more, team more respect for joe burrow i feel like the Bengals are starting to get a little respect you know yeah. that team's not a pushover anymore they've got yeah, they've got a little firepower on I offense think the steelers are push them over yeah <laughs> steelers are gonna do what they did to the browns where it's yeah. like you guys are cute yeah. we're gonna kick your ass yeah. the only thing i could see is if uh, ben roethlisberger i know he hurt his knee and then he got on covid list but he'll probably pull a stafford and show up at the end of the week yeah. and he'll be fine uh 49ers at the saints uh saints minus six and a half saints by nine and a half Oof. I, I think the 49ers are still pretty decimated with injuries yeah. and honestly i would say root for the saints let them run away with the AFC or the NFC, NFC South, South and yeah. just bury the 49ers. Bury these fuckers. They have two or three wins. I think they have at least three. Let me check. They are four and five. Oh, so the 49ers could be an annoying, like, because that's yeah. a good coach. He could pull out some wins, you know, if he plays a bad team. So let's push them down. Get them yep. out of our area. Yep. Let's go Saints. Ugh, that, ugh. All right, let's go. Uh, who'd you take in the Saints. game, though? Saints. I took Saints. Okay. Seahawks at Rams. That's a good one. Uh, also, both those games are also afternoon games. Oh, so it's, I'm gonna it's, go, it's interesting. A lot of West Coast games this week. Yeah. Lot of, I'm going to go Seahawks minus four and a half. Rams by two. Okay, so they gave the Seahawks a point. Yeah, for, basically, yeah, for being yeah. a better team. Um, Seahawks coming off a loss to the Bills. Rams off a bye? 
I feel like I don't remember hearing seeing them last yeah, week. Yeah, they came off a bye. I'm I'm gonna take and the, the Seahawks. The Rams are five and three, and the Seahawks are six and two. So now that's another one. Would you rather the Seahawks win and run away with that division and throw the Rams backwards? Yeah, I, I think, think that's so. what you got to do. You got to root for the guy because we're not Cause going for the want, one seed. We're not going for any yeah, of that because you don't want to like cluster the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Niners all right above to, us. Yeah. We need some of them to drop below us. Yeah, so let the division winners win, yep. and we kind of feel like it's the Seahawks in that division. So I will take the. Who'd you take in the game? Seahawks. I'm gonna also take the Seahawks. I still don't believe in that Rams team, but they've avoided injuries. They need yeah. like an Aaron Donald to go down, Jalen Ramsey, or I, mean, I don't know. Their offense is somehow he, he coaches a good offense. Yeah. They're all kind of like I mean they're not they're good, but they're not like, like Woods and Cup and yeah. Van Jefferson and the tight ends. He figures it out. I'm not so excited. They don't have one guy that would ruin that deep or that offense though. Where that defense, if like Ramsey got hurt, I feel like there could be problems. Yeah, or if true. Donald got hurt. Uh, next game is Ravens at Patriots. Oh, what could have been a great game, but the Patriots have Cam Newton, and he's not that good. I know everyone wanted the redemption tour, but dude sucks. Yeah, he's he's, he's trash. He's still like two touchdowns. In he's last, so like, he's just so inaccurate, and like it seems like he has to try so hard to throw the ball. Like I feel like he's just banged up. Like he keeps. I watched him last week. He kept falling over. Like he was oh, yeah. trying to scramble, and he looks like he's like a big clumsy giraffe. Like he like he doesn't have that like athletic. He's, he's, he's no just, longer yeah, an athlete. He's, he's just a big, dumb loser. <laughs> <laughs> big, dumb loser who everyone got all excited about for a couple weeks. And now it's like, oh, okay, he does. He's, you know, that's why the Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater because he's better than him. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for a line? Ravens at Ravens Foxborough. minus three and a half. Ravens by seven. Seven. Yeah, no respect anymore for Belichick after he almost lost to the Jets. Yeah, I thought he was trying to lose at one point. I'm like, this guy, is he going for Trevor Lawrence? Is he going? What's he trying to do? Trying to keep him out of the division? Uh, I'll take the... But no, nobody out tanks. <laughs> Adam Gase in the New York Jets. Adam Gase, he's got one job, tank and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots to cover seven, just because I feel like... I don't really think the Ravens are that good. I don't think so either. They're good, the but they should be so much better. There's something wrong with that offense right now. Uh, Lamar Jackson today on Rich Eisen's show said that the defense is calling out their plays. Yeah, <laughs> so they're tipping off their offense. That yeah. seems like a problem. And yeah, pretty sure if anyone knows your plays better than anyone, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> going, all right. Not only do we know them just from film, but I've been stealing signals for years. Uh, that brings us to the Monday night game. Look at how that works out. I didn't have to skip us because we're at the end. Oh, it just goes right to us. And it is the Minnesota Vikings versus your Chicago Bears. Are you talking to the listeners? No, to you. I don't, I'm not a Bears <laughs> fan. Um, I'm going to say it's probably Bears minus three. Vikings by two and a half. Get the fuck out of here. So, like, we Vegas thinks we're better than the Bears and the Lions. And we are three and five to their five and four? Five and four. And they've lost four straight because they were five and oh. Fuck off. Yep. No, they've lost three straight. Okay. So they were four and oh, four and one. Five and one. Five and one. And then three more losses. So they were four and oh. And like I remember we were talking like, but they're not good. Like yeah. there's something weird there. And I know the DeAndre Swift one where he dropped the ball gifted them a win. But the Falcons, they came back. Yeah, another gift. That team should be like two and six. Like that team sucks. Um, but 
it is Soldier Field on primetime. It'll probably be cold. Kirk's out there, you know, looking shaky. I can already picture it. How much would you love just to just to fucking railroad these guys on on Monday Night Football? Kirk goes off for like, like three a, touchdowns, like a thirty-four ten. Yeah, just like just stomping. Yeah, like a, like even a little more of a stomping than we did the Lions. You know, a little more bury them. You know, that'd be wonderful. That'd be so much fun. Like that's that's just a start to a great week. Yeah, that would be a wonderful, wonderful Monday night. I and to put you at four and five after that's starting the thing. one and five. I feel like this game determines whether we can make a run or not. Because if you lose this game, you're three and six, and you really have to run the table. We're talking like six out of seven, or if not seven and Yeah, up. you basically have like one more road, like one more slip up if you lose this game. If you win this game, you're four and five. You're like in the thick of it, and you could lose probably maybe two more. And you got Dallas. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like this one, if it wasn't at Bears... Like, if it was a, a normal bad team, like if it was Detroit again. If it, yeah, say it was in Detroit or whatever. Yeah, I'd be excited and like, that's an easy W. Let's get this roll started. But we got to get past this guy. Like, this one is our Achilles heel. So if you can get past this, that's when it's like, I think they said we have the fourth easiest schedule the rest of the way. I and that's including that. the Bears game, which is a 5-3 and three team, which is a bad team. 5-4? and four? Yeah, because the only other winning teams on our schedule are the Saints and the Bucks. Yep, Saints and the Bucks. Saints, Bucks, and the Bears twice. Yeah. And we all think the Bears are a bad team. So if you beat the Bears on at their stadium, you think you could beat them at yours. That basically means it's just the Saints and the Bucks, And you could lose to both of them. If you beat the Bears and run the table besides those two, you're 9-7. and seven. Maybe you're in, maybe you're not. But maybe you split those games. And now you're 10-6 and six and you're fucking in. You know? I just... This is a big week. Like, if you lose this game, yes, there's a path. But it got a lot, a lot thinner. If you lose this game, you might as well just... Try to blow games at the end if you're, that you're winning just to get a better draft pick. Like yeah, we can well start that entire, talk about play it. play well the entire game and then the last five minutes just <laughs> completely fall apart. Doesn't three and six look just so much worse than four and five? Yeah, three and six looks like oh we're we're a bad team. Six is like that's like your maximum of losses usually. No. Sometimes you can slip in with nine and seven, which with the seven seeds maybe you could, but it just looks like oh I need to run the table. Where four and five, it's like I'm one game for me in five hundred. I'm like I'm right there. Yeah, I saw a Bears fan today saying, uh, "Today they're like today would feel so much different if the Bears were six and three and not five and four, and like that's basically that's the, the same." Yeah, it's just, the flip side yeah, of that. Yeah. Only you know, would it Bears? Your team sucks still. Did it look good when you were four and zero? It probably did, but like you knew it was a mirage. Yeah. Come on, we all knew it was a mirage. You should be ashamed of yourself. They crazy. didn't know it was a mirage. God, beating the Bears Monday Just, Night Soldier Field. Like think of the momentum going into the into those. What is it? Cowboys, Panthers, Jags, or something? It's a real easy stretch. So if you go into Soldier Field, you you know you got Kirk on prime time, which everyone's going to be talking about, and you go in there and you even if you steal a win, we're four and five and we're into like the cake of our schedule. I, I'd love to see Delvin just, again, just gash the Bears. It would be nice because it seems like he's the one team that always has a way to stop our run. And it's is it because they have Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith and Eddie Not Jackson? Really. And, like, they have a really good defense. I mean, the problem with their team is their offense is an absolute disaster. 
I'm, are you, if you were a Viking, well, we are Viking fans, so let's just go from, okay. that, from that perspective. All right. Would you rather go up against Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky? Um, I think Mitch Trubisky. You would rather play Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. See, I would rather play Foles because he's more of a statuesque quarterback where Mitch might do some running crap, which is very frustrating. But it is weird saying that, knowing he's the guy that annihilated us to go to the Super Bowl. See, and that's the thing. Like for I don't know if it was the Eagles and Frank Reich and Doug Peterson or if it was Foles, but like I've already seen what Foles can do, and I just feel like that could happen. I guess because I feel like Nick Foles can hit more of a deep shot where Mitch Trubisky, they're just going to dink and dunk their way. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I, I feel like what we should do is just double-team Allen Robinson every play. What do they do? Throw to Anthony Miller? You know what we should do? We should throw Gladney on Miller and that's do Belichick a, and just double Your number Robinson. two corner and then a safety. Yep. That's, I, I feel like that's that's exactly what we should do. Yep, I, I think that's probably the best way to play the Bears just because, like, what, Jimmy Jimmy Graham? Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney. Yeah, like that team's uh, not good. Darn, the David Montgomery, man, that guy sucks. He is so bad. And even like Tech Cohen isn't very good. Uh, their offensive line isn't very good. Where do you think we right now we are in the playoff picture? If you had just had to seed? guess, there's 16 teams. Nine seed? We're eighth. Wait. Wait, so there's seven... Nope, so we're 10th. 10th. So there's seven make it, and then it's Bears. Look, right now are on the outside looking in. 49ers, us. So that's 8, 9, 10. We th- think the Bears suck. The 49ers are absolutely decimated with injuries and probably going to call it a season. And they lose, and they can... Hopefully they lose to the Saints. They have a tough yeah. game against the Saints. And if we beat the Bears... Well, if they lose and we win, we pass the Niners because they'd be four and six and we'd be four and five. Okay. The Bears would be a game up on us still. Five they'd be five and five. We'd five. be four and five. So they'd be half a game up. Yeah. Uh, here's the problem. So right now the teams that aren't in the playoffs, these are the teams. Now, stop me when I come to one that you actually are scared of. Giants, Cowboys. This website's still using the Redskins. Wow, bold. Uh, Panthers, Falcons, Lions. Falcons, they could get hot maybe. Um, We've already lost to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're only a game behind us. Well, they have one more loss than us. Lions, Vikings, 49ers, Bears. None. All those teams suck. I mean, you can even throw us in there right now. We're three and five. So the problem is you got to knock one of these teams up here off. Which are the Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers, Saints, Bucks, Eagles. Nailed it. And right now the three wild cards are Bucks, Cardinals, Rams. I was say, Those are you good teams. And you can't knock out the Eagles. Like, yeah, that's everyone probably, you know, if they don't understand, like that team won, is going to win their division. Yep. So you got to talk about the three, and it's Bucks 6-3, and three, Cardinals 5-3, and three, Rams 5-3. and three. What team of those three do you see falling out? Like they're good teams. I think our best shot, I think those NFC West teams. Like they're beat they up get, on each other. Yeah. I feel like the Rams is the is the probably the closest, or maybe the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. I think it's the Cardinals. Yeah. I think they're they're a little roller coastery. Yeah, and that that defense 
doesn't really like have it yet. I feel like that Rams defense is starting to come together. Uh, but the Cardinals. Honestly, I think he almost got just as good a shot as catching the Packers. Let's go. Division I mean, we title. Beat them. We smoked them. And problem is they have the, I believe the second easiest schedule the rest of the way because they have a very similar schedule to us. Uh, so I mean they play the Jags next right, week. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost like there's a clear top seven, which is a bit of an issue. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, or not. we're like we're hanging out with the Bears and the 49ers as like the. The not next quite, man up. <laughs> yeah, not quite good enough teams. We need like a catastrophic injury to one of these teams. What do you think our percentage right now of making the playoffs is, according to this website, which is playoffstatus.com? 23%. It is 17%. 83% chance of not making the playoffs. All right. What do you think our chances of winning the division is? Fill this out. 6%. 1%. Okay. I was going to say, if it was 17, like it's not going to be very high. Yeah, Less than one, less than one, less than one. We have a 2% of the 5 seed, 5% of the 6 seed, and an 8% chance of the 7 seed. So That can change quickly, though. You know, it's like you win a game, team loses a game. Shit gets weird. Because you got, what was it, Rams, Seahawks. So Seahawks win, and then Cardinals have it's a decent team. The Bills. So hopefully Bills can win and Seahawks can win. And knocks two down. Yep, that put them both. Who do at the Bucks like play? Five and four. The Bucks play the Panthers. So go Teddy. We need Teddy to knock down the Bucks. Yeah. We want all the teams ahead of us to lose. Like right now we're ahead of the Panthers. Yep. Feels weird because I feel like they were like good at first at the beginning of the season. That defense just isn't. Yeah, it's not really up to snuff. I mean, I think you're right though. Like the Bucks, they have to like play the Panthers, the Rams, the Chiefs. They play us, and then it's Falcons, Lions, Falcons. So, but they could easily fall a lot of those games if they're actually not good. The Saints play. Who do we play this week? The Bucks. The Saints play the Niners. Saints play Niners. Then the Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. They're winning that division. Yeah, there's like two tough games on that schedule. Uh, who's the other team ahead of us? The Rams. Yeah. And they're playing the Seahawks. Yep. Then they play the Bucks, 49ers, Cardinals, Patriots, Jets, Seahawks, Cardinals. That's pretty tough. Besides that Jets game, lot it's a lot of division. division, a lot of division. And then sprinkle in the Patriots, which you never know. Cardinals play. They're the Seahawks this week. No. They Bills. Bills. So Bills, Seahawks, Patriots, Rams. Giants, Eagles, 49ers, Rams. Again, a lot of division. Those West teams play each other a lot. I feel like the Rams have a better chance of falling out than the Cardinals. Yeah. I feel like the Cardinals have an easier stretch. And you compare those to us. Bears, Cowboys, Panthers, Jags, Bucks, Bears, Saints, Lions. You just you just might have dug yourself too big of a hole. Yeah, if you could... You could have got fourth in inches. You'd be three and five, three and four right now. Wait, what would we be? Four and four, four and four? four. We'd be four and four right now. Yeah. Holy fuck. And then, I mean, beat the Titans. If Goskowski could have learned how not to make seven field goals against us, that puts you five and three. If Goskowski like misses one field goal, yeah, one field goal, the man who and Madison shit. bounces to the right, five and three. We're better than the Bears, though. Favored by two and a half. 
Yep. So, you know, let's 11 uh, to 5. Here we come. Yep. Skull Vikes.